1: We just spent the last couple segments kind of teasing into tomorrow's matchup Ohio State and that team up north the game the best rivalry in college football and it kicks off in under 24 hours from now. So, as we go out to the North Olmsted Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram hotline, he is a colleague of ours here at 92 to the fan. Also, a fellow John Carroll Blue Streak, he covers Ohio State for Buckeyes Now, part of the SI Family of Sites, Brendan Gulick. Joining us on the North Olmstead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram hotline, Brendan. What's going on, brother?
0: Uh, excited for a big game. But before we talk football, man, happy Thanksgiving to you and Brittany and your growing family. Really cool. Happy for you guys. Thank
1: you. Thank you. Same to you. Same to your family. I know you're obviously uh, under a year out from uh, from saying your nuptials yourself. So you guys yeah. have a growing family okay. soon enough. <laughs> How
0: about that? We are. Uh... It was was your first Thanksgiving as a dad and my last Thanksgiving before we tie the
1: knots. What a time. What a time. (laughs) Well, aside from, again, I appreciate it. I hope you did have a great day with your family yesterday. Um, But now, with yesterday behind us, we obviously turn our attention to the game tomorrow. and, And as I said, sort of bring you in here, under 24 hours out. So the excitement is palpable at this point, Brendan. I don't know about you, but... Last year, man, I, I think it left some scars. I think it left some some uh, some wounds. I'm a little nervous about this game. I just I see something some things with Ohio State that physically that was the big conversation last year was that Michigan felt they could physically outdo Ohio State, especially in the trenches. And I see some similarities from last year where I just wonder if Michigan's gonna be able to exude their will again with the run game, and especially if Blake Quorum does play. And that could give Ohio state some trouble. Am I way off balance here? Are you as nervous as me? Maybe talk me off the ledge. If if so.
0: No, buddy. I, hell yeah. I'm nervous. Um, <laughs> I mean, look, I, you know, Ohio state didn't really have a, have a problem moving the ball last year. Offensively. It really wasn't the issue. They, they couldn't stop Haston Haskins and he ran for five touchdowns. And most of it felt like it was right down the middle of the field, which is both embarrassing and gut wrenching. Um, I feel better basically the last few days than I did maybe the last couple of weeks because I think Ohio State is proving that after a couple of tough weeks running the ball that they're finding that they can win in in multiple facets. And, you know, look, I don't want to see anybody get hurt. I want to, I want to see every team at full strength, and I'm never, ever going to cheer for guys to get injured but you know the fact that Michigan is potentially going to be missing I would argue it's best offensive player I know McCarthy's a really good player but Blake Corum's having a great year yeah. and you know if he's not available to go or even if he's if he's in there but he's not 100 percent Edwards isn't fully healthy for Michigan either I, I think Ohio State has a little better depth at running back than Michigan does but I'm telling you man Michigan's offensive line is the real deal. Yeah, I think Ohio State's offensive line has better high end talent, but Michigan's offensive line plays a little bit better cohesively, and they have made a living this year on like third and manageable. They don't get themselves in too many really difficult third down situations, uh, and sure, some of that is the fact they run the ball effectively, but they they don't make too many stupid plays. So. I I really expect that this is going to be a tough game because both teams are going to try to establish the run early. It might shorten the clock a little bit. And, you know, maybe I didn't, I don't want to say I didn't respect Michigan last year. I just didn't think they were capable of beating Ohio State. And this Michigan team is absolutely capable of beating Ohio State. I don't think they will. But I am absolutely nervous for the first time in a little while. It's kind of fun to have those butterflies again with this
1: yeah. game. Yeah, I mean, that we had the same conversation uh, literally the same day last year where I was asking, like, is the rivalry kind of dead if Ohio State just keeps winning? And let, let's face it, after last year, it is certainly back. We know Ohio State's jazzed up for this. You know Michigan wants to not make it just a one-time thing. So certainly a lot of buzz. Again, talking with Brendan Gulick on the hotline. You mentioned uh, the the key sort of injury notes. Let's just go around the horn here. Uh, Trevion Henderson, Maya Williams. I know Ryan day said they practiced this week. They sounds like they are going to be good for tomorrow. Uh, how effective do you think they will be? And do you anticipate Blake Corum does play this weekend? You think?
0: I, uh, I expected Blake Corum, unless he's got to have his leg amputated, that he's going to (laughs) get on the field. Yeah. Um, but I don't know how effective he's going to be. If he can't get out there, he must be really, really hurt. Because in my opinion, he is absolutely their most important player. Um, you know, Mayan Williams and Travion Henderson have b- both been battling stuff all year long. I I will be very interested to see the the availability report that comes out tomorrow morning. Ryan Day said on his radio show on Wednesday that he expects that a couple of guys will be back, but he he wouldn't specify exactly who or or how long they could play you know ohio state keeps things almost annoyingly close to the vest yeah. when it comes to injuries we just we never really get the full story in any of that stuff but so it can be a little frustrating um but i will say this i feel really good about where ohio state's at because of the way Dallin Hayden has run the football the yeah, last couple he's of been weeks. great you know yeah he's 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 been absolutely you know seamless in the way that he's gotten in there and uh, you know, look, it's it's not like he's just a fourth or fifth string running back. I mean, he's he was Mr. Football in the state of Tennessee, and there's a reason why he was so highly recruited. Ohio State's got a a, a dearth of talent, so I expect that the Buckeyes are going to be able to run the ball. I don't know that they're going to run it incredibly well, but they also haven't needed to this year. When you have the kind of skill position guys at wide receiver, and at quarterback that the Buckeyes have, all you have to do is run the ball enough to give yourself advantages on the outside, to, to give yourself one-on-one matchups. Because if you throw a ball up in a one-on-one situation to Marvin Harrison, he's going to catch it. Oh, like yeah. it's, a, it's a basic guarantee. So I, I don't know that Ohio State needs to run for 200 yards against Michigan. Just do it enough to, to make them continue to respect your ability to run the ball.
1: He's Brennan Gulick on Twitter at Brennan Gulick 22. You can follow him there. You can also follow his site Buckeyes now for sports illustrated at Buckeyes now underscore FN. He'll have all kinds of coverage for you there tomorrow. uh, Obviously covering the game live from Columbus. Um, Ryan day, as we talked sort of injuries here and you say Ryan day kind of ominously wouldn't let on which players will be available and I might be going down just like a crazy conspiracy theory hole here. But Ryan Day said last week that this is the game. They push all the chips in, right? With, with that said, is there any chance that the, Bucker, the Buckeyes are orchestrating one of the best-kept secrets before kickoff and Jackson Smith and Jigba might actually suit up for this game?
0: I, my gut feeling is that he's not going to play. Just a, it's just my personal gut feeling um they have never ruled him out for the season. Ryan Day has said a bunch of times he's really hopeful that Jackson will be able to come back this year. It doesn't sound like he's been dealing with a season-ending injury. It it's just not been good enough for him to get on the field and it stinks. Um he's such an important player and and obviously when he's going well, you know, we we've, we've seen what he can do. The Rose Bowl was about as fun a game to watch last year when he played well as, as any that we've ever seen. Um, I am a little skeptical to think that Jackson's going to play, but it's not going to be for a lack of effort. That's just my personal thought there.
1: Yeah. I I think that's probably the, uh, the, the reality of it that he's not going to be out there, but I, I don't know. I had to ask. It's just one of those things. I think Buckeyes fans holding sure. out hope that maybe this would be the chance he comes back, like just in the nick of time type thing. But um, yeah, um, so do you think let, – okay, let, let me ask you this. We know expectations are so high in Columbus year after year with the recruiting classes they bring in. Uh, it's, it's championship or bust down there, plain and simple. Um, if the Buckeyes do lose tomorrow, do you think there's any inkling of Ryan Day maybe being on the hot seat a little bit when you lose two straight to Michigan after the dominance they had in the the era kind of before that?
0: Personally, I don't think so. I've heard a lot of that chatter uh, in in some fan circles and things this week. I, I, I guess I understand it. Um, I have an extremely hard time thinking that Ryan Day is on any kind of hot seat. I mean, if he's on the hot seat, man, we're all on the hot seat. He's forty-five <laughs> and four. Come on, um, you know, it, the, the the expectations around Ohio State football are are basically bordering on unrealistic and the fact that this team is so close to achieving those expectations every year is unbelievable and and i'll tell you what man you look at this game i really don't think it's that far of a stretch to say that this could be the last most meaningful game in the history of this rivalry because of how much is at stake with what's changing in the big 10 you know, we've got mm. USC and UCLA coming in, in in two years, and Kevin Warren has said he's, he is in favor of eliminating divisions. And if that's the case, Ohio State and Michigan would have clinched their berths in the, in the Big Ten championship game two weeks ago. Uh, combine that with the fact that the college football playoff is going to expand. And, you know, if, right now, if there's a 12-team playoff, the loser of this game is going to get in the playoff. But it's a 14-team playoff. And if Michigan loses, I think they are definitely out. If Ohio State loses, I think they're they're very likely out of the playoff. So, with what's at stake, two versus three, first undefeated game they've played against each other since so six. I know it was one versus two that year, and and maybe the, you know, the hype around that game was slightly higher because of that. This is such an important game, and one that we might not see again. Maybe next year, but. You don't know for sure. The fact yeah. that so many of these players on both teams, and especially for Ohio State, were part of last year's loss, and they have a chance to actually rewrite that script and avenge that. It's, there is, There is as much hype for this game as there possibly could be, and I just don't know that we're going to be able to replicate it too many times going forward. Um, but to answer your question specifically on Ryan Day, I, I just man, I've got a hard time thinking that he's that he that he would truly be on the hot seat. He's not in danger of losing his job.
1: We were very much in kumbaya here, as fellow Blue Streaks, because I was going to go to the playoff question next of whether or not you thought the loser of this team does get in. It sounds like you kind of answered that there. You don't. Th- whoever wins this game obviously is in. Whoever loses, you don't think they're putting two Big Ten teams in.
0: I think it's possible. Okay, I just don't think it's likely. Yeah. If Michigan wins this game and it's really close. And there's a bunch of chaos where you have to start figuring out from the CFP's perspective, you know, you're you're splitting hairs over which teams get in and which ones don't. If Ohio State's only loss is a, you know, really close loss to Michigan and Michigan's considered a top two team in the country, I think with what Ohio State's done this year, I, I don't know that I totally agree with what everybody else has said about Ohio State's schedule. Notre Dame's turned out to be a pretty good team. Yeah. Toledo's turned out to be, I know it's a mid-major. Toledo's turned out to be a pretty decent team. Arkansas state hasn't been terrible. Um, the Buckeyes have played the, the, the biggest programs in the big 10, even if it's been a down year for the league, I, I would put Ohio state's offensive prowess up against anybody in the country. And given their, their national reputation, um, and the way they have beaten teams, it would not surprise me. If it came down to one team that you needed to pick with one loss, wouldn't surprise me if Ohio State got in. So I'm not, I, I'm not saying that there is no chance that there are two Big Ten teams because I think Michigan and Ohio State have separated themselves enough from the rest of the conversation nationally, but it is certainly not likely that they would both get in.
1: All right, Brennan, I'll let you get out of here with this. Give us a prediction for the game tomorrow. I'm
0: nervous, man. Me I'm too. I'm really, really nervous. <laughs> I'm right Michigan's there with Michigan's physicality. You. <laughs> Michigan is so good on both sides of the ball at the line. Um, and, and the winner of this game historically is typically the team that runs the ball better. And I know Michigan is a far better running uh, team than they are passing. In fact, it's kind of weird they're 99th in the country in passing offense they're but remarkably they're they're like 5th worst in the Big 10 because outside of Ohio State and and sometimes Maryland nobody's really thrown it well in the league this year. I really think this is going to be a classic game. Um my my final score prediction's 31-28. I don't know that I think it's a like a last second field goal kind of thing, but I I don't think Ohio State's going to cover the spread. Um I just think it's gonna be one of those games where, even if in my heart, I feel like Ohio State is a better team than Michigan um just doesn't feel very comfortable right now that's it's just a weird it's a weird feeling it's rivalry week, and after a couple of years of uh not having those feelings, I'm trying to convince myself it's good to feel this way again. <laughs>
1: We're on the same page with that, my friend. I'm right there with you. I'm I'm nervous as hell. I'm I'm hosting the post-game show here on The Fan tomorrow, and I don't know what I'm going to be talking about yet. So uh, I, I guess that's good that it's kind of a mystery at this point. But, hey, Brendan Gulick, again, covers the Buckeyes for Buckeyes Now, part of the Sports Illustrated family of sites. You can also... Be sure to follow the YouTube channel, uh, the, the Buckeyes Now YouTube channel, because they do great stuff after the game, especially recapping the game, talking about what Ryan Day and all these others said during the press conferences and all that. So, again, Buckeyes Now underscore FN, Brendan Gulick 22 on Twitter. Brendan, appreciate your time, my friend. We'll definitely uh, connect and uh, enjoy the game tomorrow.
0: Appreciate it. Thanks, Ben. It's going be a lot of fun. If you're getting, If you're going to the game tomorrow, uh, and you're listening, get down there early. Everything that uh, Ohio State, you know, Athletic Communications has been asking us to push is to tell people to get there as early as they can because, as you can imagine, traffic's going to be an absolute nightmare. Uh, and plus, it means you can have a little more fun tailgating ahead of time, too. So, go. noon kick. I know parking lots are going to be open, like, by 5 or 6 a.m. So, get down there early and uh, have a bunch of fun. Everybody be safe and enjoy the game.
1: Brennan, appreciate you, brother. All right. Talk to you soon. Brennan Gulick. Good stuff, Buckeyes. As now aside, we talked more about it. We talked about the, the two teams getting in the playoff. It ain't happening. Two Big Ten teams ain't getting in the playoff.
0: We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You better here. Only at T-Mobile. Get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch.